This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my amazing husband, Kyle, to discuss the 2022 SEC Championships, which took place Friday, October 28th at FNC Park in Oxford, Mississippi. You're back to issuing out the superlatives again, so that makes me think you want something. Well, I wanted you to quit clicking on the computer, and so sometimes when I give you compliments, you just pay attention to oh, me. Oh, because they come so few and far between that when they come out, it's like, wow. hey, now I got to pay attention. I must have done something right. Wow. Wow. Well. There is marriage with Kyle and Jessica. So <laughs> This is also a cross-country podcast, not just a husband and wife bickering, bickering podcast. It's all, it's all mixed in between. We're just crossing the country together as a husband and wife. Wow. Yep. That was... I tried to tie it in. There. Terrible. So it was, it was what was not terrible was this cross-country meet. Auburn but, performed very well overall. Well, and they've been performing very well all season, especially in kind of a transition year for... Um, you know, just coaching staff around. Obviously, Aaron Kent is still here as the cross country uh, distance running coach, but we've had, you know, Lee Ward Burrell come in as the track and field head coach this year with the uh, retirement of Coach Ralph Spry. So you can anticipate, you know, with changeover, there's always kind of maybe a few bumps in the road or things like that. Um, and, you know, we don't have some star power that we had last year on here. Right. But despite all that, this team continues to shine each and every week whether it's individually or as a team. As a team, yeah, especially. Um, and I think the the more surprising thing for me has been the team scores yep. overall, like especially the men's team score. So we'll get into it in a second, but the overall men's score this meet for the SEC Championship, they place seventh, which is the best men's team finish in eight years. Like yeah. that's something really proud, you know, that they should be very proud of. Right. And so a lot of the years that you and I have been talking about this, we normally are talking about men's, both teams, frankly, finishing in double digits in the Absolutely. SEC. You know, so there's, I forget if there's, I think there's all 14 SEC schools represented here. So, you know, normally we're no higher than 10th. This is seventh, the top, arguably yeah, the, the top, top half. half of all of these Southeastern conferences. This is against teams like Arkansas Alabama has a great distance running school. Yep. Auburn is in the top half, at least on the men's side. And that is something to really be proud about, especially when we, as I mentioned earlier, we're missing a lot of quote unquote star power. Absolutely. But it's amazing sometimes that they've been following behind the star power. And now the team has risen up kind of together, especially on the men's side. Well, and that's what I love to see about, especially cross country, that when you lose, and I, I say lose a star, you know, you get people like Ryan Canane, who all of a sudden, who last year had a great season too, but this year is just killing it. I mean, finishing 11th in the SEC championships, just absolutely killing it. So before I ruin any more things, let's kind of just hit the highlights. Um, the men ran an 8K and the women ran a 6K. So for the men's race, there were 105 athletes competing um, I did mention that they placed seventh overall as a team with 199 points. So best men's team finish in eight years. That's and longer than we've been doing this podcast. So, yeah. I mean, this is the best that we've talked about That's thus far. That's true. The best cross-country finish for the men in E2C history. So this is a great way for, you know, as the leader of the program as a whole, Coach Ty Burrell, to kind of get started off and then, you know, kind of just getting something going that maybe we haven't had 
the best, not the worst, but the best success overall. Well, and I think this kind of proves that Coach Kent is the right man for the job. Absolutely. Like, you know, this is year two. He's got his feet wet. He is absolutely killing it with these guys and girls. Um, you know, it's it's just really nice to see his hard work come to fruition, too, now that he's been with them for a full year and this is now year two. Right, right. It, it is really... It's refreshing, I'll be honest, like just to kind of talk about something in the top half of the SEC. Well, and it's really refreshing. I mean, obviously, we live in a social media heavy world, right? So it's nice to see how excited he is about these athletes and the things he posts on social media and, you know, just excited about being an Auburn man now, too. So Mm -hmm. I think I think we've got a lot of great things coming. So. Now that I've ruined half of the men's results, why don't you go ahead and... Ruined? What do you mean you've ruined? <laughs> I've, I've spoiled them already. Why don't you talk about the, the men's results? Well, let's let's dive into it individually. What led us to that seventh place finish overall with 199 total team points. First of all, first 105 in a race. That's one of the smaller races that we've talked about this season. Because even it's if, only SEC. I know. It's just it's just wild. You, I don't know. For some reason, I thought there would be equal or more because everybody's trying to get their last time. I, I know. That's nah. just... Think about some of these races that they've competed in they had a lot of schools that were not right. sec like i think they had uab kennesaw state right. um a lot of smaller schools but that have big cross-country programs right, right right all right let's talk about some individual stuff ryan canane finished 11th overall just outside the top 10 but a great finish for him his time 23 minutes 27.02 seconds Ryan, because of these efforts, was named the SEC Men's Cross Country's Co-Scholar Athlete of the Year. Not just because of this race or anything, but what he's been doing the entire year. So an excellent award for him to achieve. His performance also earned him second team All-SEC honors. And this was the best finish by an Auburn man at SEC Championships since 2014. And I think it's important to remember, because I always forget, so SEC honors... Um, you know, first team, second team, let's just discuss that really quick. So first team, all SEC honors goes to the top seven finishers. Right. Second team, um, goes to the top or places eight through 14. And then they also do freshmen, all SEC honors for the top seven. So we'll talk about Intent, that. More. Wink, wink. We will talk about that more later, just but a here. let's talk about the rest of the individuals. We got Louis O'Loughlin. Uh, finishing 25th, uh, 25th overall with a time of 24 minutes, 4.23 seconds. Carson Bedix finished 47th, 24 minutes, 41.00 seconds. Dustin Lewis, 65th overall, 25 minutes, 13.93 seconds. And then Joseph Perry finished 69th in 25 minutes, 18.99 seconds. And the aforementioned SEC freshman honor for him. Yes, so he earned freshman All-SEC honors. Um, I believe he finished fifth out of the freshmen that competed. Mm-hmm. So 69th overall and only fifth out of the freshmen, which is an incredible honor. Well, and you, you would expect, obviously, upperclassmen to be leading the way for Absolutely. all of these teams, not just for Auburn. But it's very impressive that Joseph Perry is able to do this in his first season at Auburn and get that type of honor. That makes That should make you feel really good about the future, about oh, what's coming up. Well, it definitely does. And so we've talked about the top five. We're going to get to the non- place scoring finishers so right. the um not scored for auburn as a team 
But the fact that we had four other athletes competing as well that are there, um, that gets me excited about the future too. Like this cross-country program isn't built on only five men. There are nine that competed in this SEC championship, and that's a great place to be as a team. Well, Coach has talked about it some on his uh, weekly podcast with uh, with Andy Bertram, and has talked about how like they've been you know short on numbers on both sides a lot in previous years. And this is the year you can really see that there's – you know, enough extra people there that you're not just talking about the five scores and that's right. it. You're talking about people that are working their way, trying to fight to be into that top five, but maybe building for the next year. That's it. Absolutely. These people that are, you know, working and competing just within the team themselves to be in that top five for mm-hmm. Auburn. So great place to be. Let's talk about those non-scoring finishers. We got Cooper Atkins in 79th, 25 minutes, 36.47 seconds. Isaiah Billingsley, 86th overall, 25 minutes, 54.69 seconds. Mark Foster, 96th overall, 26.331, uh, 33.17 seconds. And then Benson Atkins finishing us up at 98th overall, in 26 minutes, 54.18 seconds. So that is all of your scores and your non-scores and your men's team finishing seventh overall. What Just a- absolutely incredible for absolutely. the guys. So let's move on to some women's results. So their overall team score, they got 10th place and they finished with 260 points. Now there were a few more ladies. There were 148 runners. So 43 more. I feel like that's been the trend all year, though. (laughs) It's it's interesting that this year there's more female competitors than male competitors. I mean, obviously, we don't have the numbers sitting in front of us to confirm that Auburn-wide, much less nation or SEC-wide. But I just feel like this year I've just seen more lady larger numbers of competitors in each of these meets which yeah. is not, it's just interesting right it's just something i've never noticed before i'd be interested to know if like that's been the normal thing going on yeah i don't know can't say so like i said before the women competed in a 6k so samantha rogers was the first auburn finisher she finished 15th in 20 minutes 12.66 seconds which is a new pr for her mm-hmm. Followed right behind her, we had Jean Kotze placing 24th in 20 minutes, 33.55 seconds. That's a new PR for her. And she earned freshman All-SEC honors, and she was the fifth fastest freshman for yeah. the ladies. So another a freshman showing out yeah. big. Not just this meet. We've been talking about her a lot. This a season. lot. So. A lot. She is a big up-and-comer um, to be a freshman and play second for Auburn overall. That's highly impressive. Quick aside, too. Can I can I admit something here? I've led you astray. I did hear recently that uh, how to pronounce her name properly. Right. We've been mispronouncing it. Of course I, we I, have. I do not have the correct, correct pronunciation here today, but I will make that my homework to get that right and down pat for us the next time well, we get together. Well, we knew it was going to be wrong. Listen. I just blindly trusted you. I should have known. Yes. When you couldn't say Noah or Hope Igbenogany. It took me a while. I, I, I should have known that you were going to lead us astray with this one. I mean, it looked like Igbenogene. That's what it looked like. I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I Let's be honest. We are probably pronouncing 90% of these athletes' names wrong. This is the three things you get with this show. And we are doing the best we can. Three things you get with this show. A husband and wife bickering, mispronunciations, and then some cross-country track and field mixed in and, with it. And just know that our heart is that we are trying to do the best we can. Yeah. But. Our little Alabama accents can't handle it sometimes. We fail. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that we don't love these athletes or cross-country any less. <laughs> so moving on. I'm pretty sure I can pronounce the first name. Hannah. 
Yes. Hannah Tarwater, she placed 75th in 21 minutes, 36.72 seconds, followed by another Hannah, Hannah Thus, placing 86th in 21 minutes, 43.99 seconds. And the final scorer for Auburn was Sarah Pacer, placing 92nd in 21 minutes, 51.72 seconds. Yep. All of our fi- all of our finishers there for scoring in the top 100 out of all of the runners. It's really good to see. Obviously, when you talk about a 10th place finishing overall, it's obviously not as great as seventh, but what we are watching and what you and I get excited about is the trend yep. that we've been watching over the last several seasons of Auburn finishing in dead last or, you know, in 12th or 13th. This is a men's and a women's program that are working their way up. And we saw the men this year get yep. a little bit, you know, higher, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to be coming along even further for the women. Just finishing the top 10 as a team is a great thing. Absolutely. And for Samantha to finish 15th overall out of 148 athletes Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of wins here and you know we never want a 10th place finish to sound like we are not excited because truly and genuinely our heart is that we are so excited for these athletes the other thing you get on the show is kyle struggling with math so i'm not going to try to do the proportions right here right now because that will just be painful to listen to but if you think about it comparatively you know samantha finished 15th overall and then uh, ryan canane finished 11th overall with less competition technically in terms of numbers yeah so proportionally it's kind of the same thing you want to look at it that way yeah where ryan and samantha finished yeah Yeah. absolutely so um our two non-scoring finishers so the men had nine competitors the women had seven um, so for the ladies, we had Hallie Porterfield finishing 122nd in 22 minutes, 37.43 seconds. And then Haley Marston finishing 140th in 23 minutes, 22.83 seconds. And we've seen Hallie be up there in the scores before, you know, so it's kind of give and take. Everybody's competing to be in the top scores and everybody's fighting for the same thing to get Auburn as high as po- themselves high as possible, but Auburn. Absolutely. It's just, it's been really refreshing this cross country season and we're not quite done yet. Not quite. There, We're mostly one, done. One more thing. <laughs> Technically two more. I don't know what that's from, but I feel like you're quoting some movie or something. Wow, I'm quoting and I can't even think about what it is from. Anywho. Wow. So as we close out the cross country season, we will slowly close out this podcast as well. We will probably only have one more episode. So For while... cross country season, but we'll be back yes. for track and field. Yes, correct. For cross country. So... Auburn will compete in the NCAA South Regional Meet Friday, November 11th at the John Hunt Cross Country Course in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, But then they will also compete in the championships depending upon who goes. Mm -hmm. So we will combine those two meets for our final cross-country episode of this season. Right. It's just a good way to kind of round everything out because you just don't know, right? And everybody could go that we've been talking about or nobody could go. It really is a matter of how everybody competes at regionals. So given that, we'll just kind of round it out with one more show uh, for cross-country season. But this one's been a lot of fun to talk about so far. And, you know, my hope is that we have at least one representative from the men and the women there for Auburn. At, Absolutely. Uh, not just, obviously, we're going to have them at regionals, but at the national level, too, because that, I think, is going to be a humongous win. Yeah, absolutely. So if in the interim, in our off time, you are excited about cross-country and want to discuss it with us, please search the E2C Podcast Network on social media platforms. Kyle manages those, and he is on all of the platforms. Um, Kyle, you also probably You can hit have... me up on uh, Twitter. It's probably the best place, at Kyle Loomis 24 after our new head coach, or interim head coach for football, Cadillac <laughs> Williams. Uh, if anybody forgot about that. Super excited for my boy. Obviously, if you're listening to this, this was after the football game. 
but still excited for my man. So just gotta <laughs> give him a shout out with my Twitter profile. And don't look for me on Twitter because I am not there because I'm old. But I hope that gives you a little place to talk about cross country in the interim. And we look forward to discussing regionals and the championships with y'all. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.